we start with your top eight. And what do you know? A Uh-oh. new number one. The Rams moving on up. Yeah, they were so dominant, man, from stem to stern in that game. Their offensive line, the play calling, I just thought they were more impressive than the Saints. Uh, MJD is trying to figure out stem to stern right now. I'm just so baffled. <laughs> Patriots on the road for the AFC Championship game. It's the GOAT against the likely MVP. Two very different quarterbacks, but two similar results. Which quarterback would you rather have this week? I love this question because there's really no wrong answer. Is it Brady or Mahomes, MJD? Well, you know what? I'm going to go with Patrick Mahomes just because Tom Brady, since 2004, correct me if I'm wrong, hasn't won an AFC Championship game on the road. That's right. That's tough. Well, now, he hardly ever plays on the road, by the way. He's had two. No, he's had three. Three? He's had a few, yeah. Okay. And, and right. that concerns me. And then when I look at their – Road split this year, they're three and five. Even though he's played well, they're three and five. And so now I'm concerned, like, is it the road that's bothering the Patriots? Is it the traveling? Is it those type of things playing in different elements? I don't know. So with that being said, I know Patrick Mahomes is going to be able to play in that cold snow, whatever it is, because there will be in Kansas City. They have a chance, and they're familiar with this foe as well. I'm going with the dude right over your left shoulder here, Patrick Mahomes. I I think he answered the the call he had this year. And I'm not talking about starting for the first time. I'm talking about this game right here late in the year against the Baltimore Ravens. Best defense in the league comes into your house. Things aren't going well. You're not necessarily winning or playing from ahead like you're used to. And what do you do? You go out and make a couple ridiculous throws. Like this one right here, which is uber clutch to Tyreek Hill to beat this team in overtime. That, to me, I don't think the, the Patriots' defense is going to be any stronger test than the Ravens for this game. Mahomes has been awesome. Mahomes yep. has one playoff start under his belt. Tom Brady has 38. Tom Brady's the greatest quarterback in the history of the game. You're taking second-year Patrick Mahomes over Brady? I just, I, the no-look pass got me. That's all <laughs> I'm saying. Stop and, it. And you know what, Tom? Use this. He's earned it. Use this, Tom, because I know everyone thinks that you guys are bad, even though I don't think you guys are bad. I just think you guys don't play well on the road this year. Tom Brady, 12 touchdown passes, three interceptions on the road. Yeah. And I want to leave you with this number. That's why I said you guys. Tom Brady, 18 years older than Patrick Mahomes. So who are you taking, Tom Brady? I would take Tom Brady. All right, it wasn't quite uh, the Chiefs in the Rams game, but still 80 combined points the last time they met. Give me an X factor for the NFC Championship. To me, for the Rams, it's their offensive line. Uh, the way they played against the Cowboys, Dan, it was incredible. Now, the misdirections, the motions, the Cowboys linebackers were lost in space, physically and figuratively. But the offensive line blew the Cowboys front seven off the ball. I mean, Todd Gurley was running through holes a truck could drive through. And if they play like that, Jared Goff doesn't get touched, Rams are going to win this game. Avenstein, Saffold, Whitworth, yep. all with their first playoff. I have it next Yeah, time. for me, it goes to the, the Rams' defense because the Saints' offense is playing at such a high level right now. Drew Brees and those guys, you know, they've been stifled in some games, but they found a way to get their rhythm. It has to be Marcus Peters. And, and because of what happened in that game, the last time he played, Mike Thomas went off. And, you know, I sit down with Michael Irvin. I think he was, that was his playmaker of the week that week. And so in this situation, it's Marcus Peters. You have to step up and answer the bell because they're going to try to find a way to get Marcus Peters on, or get um, Michael Thomas on you as much as possible, Marcus Peters. So, challenge coach to get some gumbo well it's time to sit down and eat this thing down in the bayou i'll be there with you he obviously did not like what sean payton said after that game said it is gumbo week here we come as a tweak and since the league but uh, we have all seen it i know a lot of people thought the eagles would last forever with nick Foles, but they are out along with the chargers the Colts, and the cowboys which of those teams though most likely to make a Super Bowl run next season. It has to be Andrew Luck and the Indianapolis Colts. I mean, a team that has a ton of cap space, 
a great offensive line. You have some runners on the back. You have T.Y. Hilton. You can obviously go out and try to fix that defense, find a pass rush if you like, or go get a guy by the name of Le'Veon Bell to help in that backfield. Maybe even make a trade or two for a receiver that's unhappy. Antonio Brown and Le'Veon Bell on the Colts next year. That would be awesome. Well, you know, I'm going to disagree with you here, although I do love the Colts' leadership, GM and head coach, but I also love the Eagles' leadership, GM and head coach, and the quarterback. I know we've been all over the Nick Foles thing, and it's been wonderful, but Carson Wentz, Next year will be his second year back from a knee injury. And, MJD, you've talked to me about that a lot, that the yep. knee needs a full year to really get stronger. His mobility was affected this year. I still think Carson Wentz is a really good player. This is a guy we were talking about as an MVP in 2017. We've got a decision to make on JHI. They need a running game. But we've seen that Eagles defense play really well, and Zach Hurts was an all-pro level player this year. It's the Eagles for me. I think if Nick Foles is out of the building, Carson Wentz doesn't have it looked over his shoulder all the time in meetings and see this guy who won a That's Super right. Bowl and gets all this praise, too. So that may help him, but it's still the Colts. Where, where does Foles end up quickly? Uh, Jacksonville. Don't say Arizona. Jacksonville. You were thinking Maybe Arizona. Miami. You? No, he's not. No, he's not. Jacksonville. Tell you what, Dan, we're going on a double dipper here at Power Trip. This thing looks like a seismograph. I'm, I'm a little nervous here, but the Rams start at the front uh, two. Saints were three early in the year. You saw the Saints had to dip some rough games. Rough game against the Browns, but they blew out the Redskins here. I moved them up to three. But you know what? These teams played each other. The Saints handle them. You remember that game in New Orleans? Rams dropped down in the cleanup spot. Later in the year, we saw the Rams get a little bit vulnerable. Okay, Jared Goff wasn't playing well. Saints had a tough win over Pittsburgh. They finished one. Rams finished three. Playoff wins. Now they're meeting in the conference championship game. MJD, what's our balance of power look like? Well, Elliot, first of all, you made a great correction here. You got the Rams and one, and it saves the tune. I'm gonna show you why you're right, ladies and gentlemen. So stay tuned. Here we go. Let's start off. Quarterback Drew Brees. Boom, we're gonna give that gotta be. to the Saints. Yes, okay. running backs where we're a little torn, but I think the, the, the addition of C.J. Anderson and Todd Gurley, it just makes the Rams so much better. So I'm gonna give the running backs. To the Rams. Yeah, can you just so easily do that? What about Alvin Kamara's ability in the passing game? He makes the defense declare what it's going to do. It's not all about stats. It's not always about stats, but it is in this balance of power. Okay, wide receiver, right. tight end. You have Michael Thomas for the Saints, but then you have a plethora of guys for the yep. Rams. So we'll go give the receiving. I'm, I'm with you there. To the Rams. I'm with you I just there. think they, they have four or five guys. Like, what are you doing here? Defense. Akib Talib has come back, and that team has turned into a top five defense. Top five? And that's, Top five, look at the stats. I'm trying to tell you. When Aqib Tlaib is in there, they're allowing almost half the number of points they've been giving up. They lost 100 yards down from what they were averaging. Aqib, I don't know what it is about this young man, but he's coming and been a, done a great job. I don't know, man. Around week 10, the Saints defense started falling. They started falling. Every week it was under 20 points. Besides the, the week 17 game against Carolina, that didn't matter. Last week, we saw the Eagles. We're showing you B-roll right now. The Eagles got off to a hot start. What happened? The Saints held the fort, and they won the game. That's what you do in the postseason. I'd give this to the Saints. Yeah, I'm going to give this to the Rams. Defense <laughs> to the Rams. And, That's Coach, so you room. know the rules. Yeah. You got you got a ring. You get the ding. And, Coach, Sean Payton talking with that. that trash. I'm trying to go eat some gumbo too, folks. And that's what it is. I think that's why you put them there because of the addition of C.J. Anderson, the return of Akeem Tlaib. That's why they're the number one. Overall, I'm okay with this. Only on the defense do I disagree, but the Rams are a good team top to bottom. Yeah, I wonder where Sonny Michelle will end up in MJD's playoff running back power rankings. Four. There he is at number four. And number one, hard to argue with Todd Gurley at number one. I, I really feel it is. And I know Elliot's going to argue with me, but when you can give a guy 14 carries, he gives you 100 yards. And a touchdown to me that deserves that says that what it tells me is 
I don't have to give you a whole lot for you to be productive. And that's important in these type of games, a guy that can be the home run hitter. And that's why Todd Gurley is there. Obviously, Alvin Kamara and his versatility is number two. Number three, people are all upset about C.J. Anderson. But, I mean, look what he's done. 400 yards in, in three games? My goodness. That man's running. Then, obviously, Sony Michelle, what he was able to do last week and what he was able to do late in the year helps him out. Then Mark Ingram picks it up because he's going to have to be a workhorse, and I've seen him do it before. A couple things that I noticed here. Uh, no Chiefs running back. Nice big game against the Colts. Damian Williams. So, yeah, Sony Michelle and C.J. Yeah. Anderson, I would probably swap. I'm wondering if he's going to hit the wall here at some point. Why? But why? Yeah, why? Because he was claimed off the scrap. He, yeah, you have a couple big games in a row, but he could get a little tired. He's had big he, workloads. He but he's been on the team Hang on, here. but this is the big one. This is the big one to me because Alvin Kamara makes the defense dictate what it's going to do. He's huge in the passing game. And right now, Todd Gurley's not even the most productive running back on his own team. I think Kamara is going to be huge for the Saints this weekend. And Dan, you had your Alvin Kamara uh, workload from the first four weeks. Well, it's, it's pretty find? incredible. Without Mark Ingram, 154 scrimmage yards per right game there. to go along with six touchdowns. He was awesome. You know what, you know what the problem him. is? They have Mark Ingram, so you're not going to see that production. But Mark Ingram could And play. I'm going to tell you this, though. I'm going to tell you this. This is why I put him there. Todd Gurley didn't play the last two games of the season, still led the league in touchdowns. Great player. And was one of the top, still one of the top rushing decks. So he's back healthy again. You have a dual threat that no one wants to see the Rams have. Play action pass is going to be tough. Todd Gurley's the guy. Elliot, that uh, NFC championship game power trip is so good. Can we do one for the AFC now? I think we can. We're going double dip again. Two teams here. Chiefs and Patriots started the Patriots in top five. Chiefs were starting a new quarterback suspect defense. I had them at 17. But you saw that Kansas City started climbing. They beat Pittsburgh. They beat San Francisco. They look good on offense. Patriots had some big losses. Then they blow out Miami and showed what the Dolphins were. They go up to six. Both teams stayed near the top most of the year. But a couple things I want to point out here. Patriots beat the Vikings this week. Only gave up 10 points. Showed us that their defense is pretty decent. Meanwhile, Kansas City, slight dip. Lost to the Chargers. Lost in Seattle. I didn't punish them that much for that. So they ended up at four. New England ended up at five. And here they are in the AFC Championship game. And we're doing a bounce of power. Yeah, 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 you know, just like the last block, I have to tell you, say a little bit. This is history. They've said the dynasty. Yeah. This new era, huh? Oh, it's okay. going to be crazy. So I, I can't wait to get in this. Quarterbacks, everybody's all crazy. Tom Brady has five rings. I get it. But it's about this year and this year only. And I'm going to give this to the Chiefs and Patrick Mahomes. Agreed with 50 you. 50 TDs, 5,000 yards passing, Incredible. some amazing throws. Awesome. Running backs. Okay. Come on. It's I, it, got, it has it's to be the be. Patriots. We're going to give this to the Patriots. Yeah. James Especially White. what they did last week. James White. Yeah. They got Rex Berger. A lot Sony of guys. Shell. Receivers, tight ends. Okay. Travis Kelsey, Tyreek Hill, Sammy Watkins. No more they, Gordon. No, yeah, right. Yeah. Exactly. We're going to give this one to the Chiefs. Now, the defense is where it gets a little tricky. This is where Elliott doesn't like to agree with me on. But I'm going to say the Chiefs. Because they were able to go into a, where a team that was coming in real hot, that was run the ball, real, one of the best offensive lines, shut them down right away. Got to find a way to get sacks to the quarterback, stop the run. I mean, you talk about a team that gave up 18 sacks all year. Yeah. And you're seeing this B-roll of guys just getting beat up. I agree. Colts offensive line was great. Justin Houston played his tail off in this game. But I need to see more than one game from them. But the Patriots have been a catalog this season. They're underrated, man. Seven in points allowed. Who cares about yards? It's about I do. points. And about takeaways, seventh in points allowed, tied for fifth in takeaways. I like New England. Yeah, I'm going to give this to the Chiefs. <laughs> Bing. That's, that's there we go. Yeah, that's how it works. This is my, this is my yeah. segment. Yeah, Don't true. worry about it. All right. And then, obviously, listen, I, Andy Reid, I love you. I love fast food. You've fries. picked Andy Reid over things. Belichick before. I did, but this is this one. Andy Reid has a week to prepare, an extra week to prepare. But you know what? Coach Belichick has the rings. He gets the ding. You know that. That's how it goes. But, Elliot, you hit it on the head again. Look at that. I can't believe we agreed. You tell okay. people we don't agree. We always agree right now. 
That's why it goes down. That's Dan, why the segment's so down. good, because you guys just totally agree on, hey. on everything. All right, it's time for us to hand out some awards. We're going to start with Coach of the Year, Elliot. Well, our video's given. I'm going to go with Frank yeah. Reich. I got Pete Carroll second. Uh, I've got Matt Nagy third and Anthony Lynn fourth right now, and probably Sean Payton after that. But to me, Frank Reich uh, definitely deserves this. He turned this team around. A lot of leadership after they got off to a terrible start. Yeah, and you picked him where in your initial power rankings? Oh, stop it. Dead last. Uh, MTD, your offensive rookie of the year? Oh, it's going to be Saquon Barkley. I know a lot of people love Baker Mayfield and what he was able to do with the Cleveland Browns, but this young fella here was productive throughout. You know, broke scrimmage records, led the league in scrimmage yards as a rookie on a team that didn't have Odell Beckham the last month and a half of the season. I mean, he played well. He played lights out. He definitely deserves it. Third most ever for a rookie running back. Elliott, defensive rookie of the year. I go with Davis Leonard, man. I, this is so hard. Early in the year, midseason, I thought it was Leighton Vanderesh. The guy was making plays all over the field. I thought he was going to be first-team All-Pro. Then I thought it would be Derwin James. But this guy did it all season long for the Colts. And nobody expected the Colts' defense to be this good. A lot of credit. You really want a, a surgery stuff from them, huh? I get it. Darius, right. Darius Leonard <laughs> was awesome. Finally, MJD, MVP. It has to be the guy who throws a no-look pass in the game, Patrick Mahomes. 50 touchdowns, over 5,000 yards passing. Gets his team to the number one pick. Now, we all were concerned, Elliot, and I was right there with you, not under, not knowing what this young fellow was going to be able yeah. to do. But what he, the way he was able to play and, and call him this game here against the Rams, I was like, my goodness, he's serious. Right out he definitely deserves too. it. Yeah. He, he loved that no look pass. That was like the 12th most impressive thing he did this season. All right, time for our locks of the week. Elliot, go. Uh, Kansas City Chiefs making the Super Bowl for the first time since the 1969 season. What you're seeing right here is Super Bowl four against the Vikings. That's Lynn Dawson right there. And I tell you what, this is the last Super Bowl, the AFL, NFL, and the Chiefs won it against the Vikings. And you know what? They're going to be back for the first time in a long time. Love this old footage. Wow. JD, what do you have? Yeah, I'm going to say this. The Gronkowski. Goes for 100 yards and a touchdown. He has to play huge in this game, and I think Tom Brady leans on him, especially in the cold weather. Again, I know they were able to run the ball, and he did a great job run blocking, but he has to catch the ball and get in the end zone in order for them to win this game. I love this. I just want to say people that think that Gronk's done, man, he still makes some massive blocks in the running game, too. There's more to play in tight end than just catching the ball. No, totally agree. He's a great blocker, and he's going to be awesome in the WWE at some point. All right, finally today, it's Elliot's closing arguments. We put 30 seconds on the clock, and Elliot makes his case for a couple of teams that uh, we did or didn't talk about today. Well, I got a lot of notes here. Okay, uh, Bears. Yeah, criticize a guy for inspiring people after he makes the biggest mistake of his career. Come on, Bears, you can do better than that. Cowboys, hey, how about some design runs for Dak? You're beating yourself. Colts, GM Chris Ballard, give all the love in the world to Frank Reich. You did a heck of a job with that team. Chargers, they will be back. And lastly, Eagles, Nick Foles, you never undermined your QB1. You never undermined your team. You never made it about you. Congratulations. Heck of a two-year run, even though losing your team.